Welcome back to the Showgirls podcast, where we talk all things celebrity gossip and TV with your favorite hosts, Carly and Darian. Roll the intro music. Hello, it's Wednesday. Wait, is it Wednesday? Hump day. Okay, good. I was like a little nervous when I said it. Um, and I just want to tell you guys that my Wi-Fi is already acting up today and I don't know why everything is closed off my computer and it's making me mad. So I really, really hope it doesn't mess up. Well, um, maybe that's what you get for only sending me hate messages about David Dobrik. <laughs> okay, but they're funny. <laughs> it's just anything problematic that pops up on any of my social medias about David Dobrik, I send to Carly. <laughs> And it's like all of these like, lo- not low life. I don't want to say low life. It's like all of these people who like wish they had what he had. And I just like will not respond or have anything to do with the messages. Here you guys, I'm going to read this tweet that I sent you. And it's from just like a random person. It's not David Dobrik clearly. <laughs> and it says, hey, I'm David Dobrik. Today, me and my 40-year-old best friend are going to waterboard one of our friends as a prank. <laughs> he hasn't vlogged in over a year so that's like not even relevant we don't know what he's doing behind closed doors (laughs) yes we do and he's living in his nine million dollar mansion that is true and is he doing his podcast yes the views podcast is lit he had charlie and dixie on last week interesting i was about to say and we have tea about them but i don't think it's about them but it's about it's about you have like a tiktok kind of moment today yeah but i put it in the main what's the house because shit's going down (laughs) dang i am so glad i always have you to keep me informed on these type of things because you know i'm just not in the tiktok world yes um before we get into what's the house both darian and i uh fell for the 60 percent off on fabletics and we both got our packages (laughs) so i wanted to talk about like what we got and then we both also ordered swimsuits which i didn't know that you did because i did yeah because I'm going to pod I don't know if I've told you this I'm going to Padre again in May with Cashin oh so you have to get ready for the beach exactly and it's just sad to think that last time I went a year ago and it was still quarantined oh my gosh hopefully things will be more opened up by May but maybe not you never know I know so tell us what you got Okay, Fabletics. I got some like kind of obscure things, but they're really cute. And like I'll take pictures and post them and then like I'll um you send me that little video that you did and I'll post that too. Okay. Um so 60% off, I got these really cute tennis shoes and they're all white and they have like cheetah print. And um uh, I think they were like $19 on sale. That's really good. You got for those from Fabletics? Yeah. I'm sad I should have bought those. <laughs> And they're like sock. They like the name of them is like socks. So like they're like um tight and then they have like an outer thing like like that the laces are in. Just for like a cute summer shoe. And a really cute like vinyl weekender bag. Cute. And it's like shiny. It's all black and it like has the little thing on the back. Like when you go to the airport and you have like your rolling suitcase and then like the little like strap that like holds it onto your rolling suitcase. Yeah. So cute. And then I got a really cute pink like hoodie. And it's really soft. And then shorts to match. 
and it's like baby pink really like cool vibes (laughs) and um I got Austin some underwear for because like if it's 60% off they're like three dollars and they're normally like twenty dollar underwear dang I should have got some for Connor I like for some reason didn't branch out I guess I literally only looked at like the like the new arrivals page or something I literally looked at clearance men's accessories and like everything dang I slacked because like on the clearance like when they do like the 60% off it's like 60% off of the clearance price damn I bet I missed so many good things I wonder if it's still going on (laughs) during it's like what other email can I sign up for 70% honestly I have like a lot of emails I'm about to I'm about to sign up the showgirls email (laughs) and then um these really cute shorts for Austin too that are um lined they're like black and they're like athletic shorts but they have like a lining inside for summer because like everyone knows that when it's hot and you're sweating you're like chafing so they have good men's stuff at fabletics too connor needs new underwear and shorts he literally like has been wearing the same stuff since i've known him like it's not that's not disgusting i have old clothes too but i'm saying like he just doesn't take care of them (laughs) Yeah, you should definitely go order him some. I'm literally about to sh- sign up the Showgirls podcast for Fabletics. Don't don't look at the emails. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did you get from Fabletics? Okay, so when I logged on, they I like I said, I guess they just looked at the main page, Fabletics page, and they were doing this deal where it was like seventy five dollars for a three piece like cozy combo is what they called it and it was almost like a crew neck I think I'm using crew neck incorrectly but I it it's like a pullover but it's not thick like a pullover okay so like a it's not a sweatshirt material it's thinner than that yeah but it's long sleeve and really cute what would you call that is that a crew neck I think a crew neck is like um just a regular neck like not boat not wide not like yes so I would say yes okay then I think it's a crew neck then it came with a pair of sweatpants or joggers whatever you want to call them and I really need sweatpants and they're like this cute tie-dye it's not tie-dye but kind of tie-dye design and then some baby blue workout leggings they came together in a bundle for like 75 dollars and you know, those pieces alone are $75 because Fab Likes is crazy. And so did I say I also got just a regular black pair of leggings? No, but like you guys, the Fabletics leggings are so premium because if you get the ones with the pocket on the side, like your phone fits perfectly in there, especially like when you're wearing a t-shirt or something and like you need somewhere to put stuff like that pocket is perfect in it. The leggings are so soft that's why I love them. The leggings are so soft and the ones that I wear to work out, they just suck me all in and I never have to worry about pulling them up or anything. So I understand why they're so expensive, but I just hate it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, but if you can get it on a sale or like sign up to be a new VIP member, like you get your first order for 70% off and like, literally you could order a thousand dollars worth of stuff and like pay $300. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, maybe not do that because that's like a little, that's a little crazy, but yes, exactly. <laughs> maybe do like a hundred dollars and then spend 30 or something. But. but like, once you know your size, like they're pretty good on sizing too. Like it's, I, I ordered a medium top and bottom, like in my like 
sweatshirt and short thing and it was perfect oh my gosh I'm looking on Fabletics right freaking now and you're right their literal boxers are on their boxer briefs are on sale right now yes you guys they're doing three for thirty dollars that's pretty good that is really good dang I might be I might be shopping after this (laughs) (laughs) and then um we both have like beach trips because I'm going on a beach trip in July so I'm like already planning it okay I'm here like I have a whole section in my closet for just this trip where are you going we're going to um, Mexico oh wait wait have you told me this before I think and I just forgot yeah I think so that's me (laughs) (laughs) so I ordered like three I looked on cup she and um I put a couple things in my cart like a month ago and then I was like let me just look on Amazon because that's where I got my bathing suit last year and Amazon has cup she like they're partnered with cup she dude so you can get it quicker quicker and free shipping Hell yeah. So I got three suits. Let me just like give you guys a quick rundown cup sheet, especially if you get like um, bottoms. They're really cheeky. Mm. And I did not know that. (laughs) (laughs) So I tried them on. (laughs) So I tried them on and I I, um, walked in while Austin was playing video games and he was like, okay, I could see your whole butt. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Was the one that you sent me the Snapchat of from there? No, I got that one from Shein actually. So like then I did after I got I got three from Cupshe, like a black one, a like blue and white one, and then a really cute like multicolored one. I'll mm-hmm. post all the pictures. Okay. And then um, I went to Shein because I needed like a little like scarf cover up for the butt on those bathing suits. Yeah and um so I went to Shein and literally I ordered like probably six things in like for a hundred dollars and the last time I ordered from Shein it took like three months to get here because it was like right at the beginning of the pandemic and it shipped from China but they have different distributors now and it came from California and it like got here with my Fabletics order oh wow so like normal time yeah normal time and I got like this really cute um ruffled or like it has like little balls on it and it's like a black um scarf that I can tie over whatever and just like walk around like it could be lake stuff too and then like a really cute like crocheted cover-up that is like peach colored because I was thinking okay like I'm gonna have a spray tan or like a regular tan (laughs) so I'm gonna like get stuff to make my tan look better yes and I will say that uh swimsuit you sent me snapchat of it was so cute so that swimsuit I don't even remember that I put it in my cart but I'm so glad that I did because it is like a one piece and it has like it's it's up like um like cut pepper, of it, it's like, it's like up by your ribs kind of and it has a built-in like skirt so it's like all one piece and like the underneath they're kind of like shorts which is really nice because like yeah, then like you're that. not like just showing everybody your business and it's a skirt and then like the top it fits perfectly in my boobs literally I have no boobs <laughs> and everything is too big like I was just like so worried because normally I have to get stuff that has straps that like I can tighten up yeah no guys it's perfect and then at the back it like clips and it was like the perfect fit I don't know how it happened and the back is like a diamond shape it's like everything 
It is so cute. Like when you showed it to me, like I had to ask you if it was a swimsuit or like a romper because it was so cute and it fits so good. Yeah. And like, you, it's the best just to like be comfortable in a bathing suit. Yes. Agreed. agreed. I mean, I mean, I'm never comfortable in a bathing suit because I hate literally every aspect of my body, but yes. <laughs> That's why I like the, the, the skirt because it covers up like anything. I know. I just go like balls to the wall though, because I also got a swimsuit and it's a two piece. It's high waisted because I got to stick all my fat in there. But I, my most self-conscious part of my body is honestly my arms. I have like the worst bat wings, but when I like am going swimming, I just say like F it. And so I just get like the swimsuit that shows all of my arms, you know, like whatever. And she just tried it on and I watched her story, you guys, and it looks really good. It does. Yeah, it's really cute. Oh, yay. I got that from Swimsuits for All. I got it on clearance. I think the top was like $10 and the bottoms weren't on clearance. So they were like 20 something, but I just needed good black bottoms. Yeah. So if like you're trying to prep for the summer, if you're trying to like get lit and go somewhere, whether it's the lake or the beach, Shein is really, really like cheap. Yeah, it it really, really is. And I just can't believe we're both going to go to the beach. Like I just need it so much. And I think I'm going to take Connor to the beach in October. Like give me the effing beach, you know? Exciting. I know. Um, Okay. I know we spend a lot of time on that, but we literally love to shop. I could shop every day if I, I probably do, but um, (laughs) (laughs) Carly's like, yikes. (laughs) Um, I did write down the golden globes, but honestly, I just feel like we don't need to talk about it that much I mean not much came out of it I saw you wrote down the winners um so some notable winners were Jason Sudeikis one for Ted Lasso and then Schitt's Creek won and then Queen's Gambit also won its category so those were like the big winners and we've both watched all of those yeah like the stuff that like we love actually won which is kind of cool yeah that never happens it's usually stuff I've never seen <laughs> seriously Okay, do you want me to go first on what's the haps? Sure, because I have to pull up some research on my first one. Oh my gosh. Okay, you do that. So I wanted to tell you guys, we know that Chris Harrison has taken a step back from Bachelor Nation. We don't really know what it means, if it's just for the time being, things like that. And they have announced who is going to host the After the Final Rose. So it's an interview that's normally with the winners, aka winners, of the bachelor bachelorette and everyone else and they announced it and i really hope i don't butcher his name but his name who is now who's hosting it is emmanuel is it just acho acho i would say acho emmanuel acho oh my god someone out there who actually speaks i think it's it sounds like a spanish name to me but i don't know is probably laughing because i just butchered his last name but he is really cool because I Googled him and he used to be an NFL player. Now he's a sports reporter and he does a lot, a lot of stuff for the black lives matter movement and just a lot of good things. And he's handsome. And it was who Rachel Lindsay, I guess mentioned who she would want to host before she kind of made her ABC exit. And, um, he does this YouTube series that I've seen a couple times that is called like hard conversations with a black man. So if you guys want to watch that, like before he does this, um, bachelor thing, it's really cool. And he has like a lot of, um, famous people on there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He, I had never heard of him before, but I was amazed at how popular he actually is. And he's a host. Like, it's not somebody just like from bachelor and that doesn't 
know how to host things. (laughs) Not a rando. Um, Yeah, so I thought that was exciting. Then I wrote down, I don't know if you saw your boy, Dan Reynolds from Imagine Dragons. My hype man forever. Yes, I, I remembered that you love him. He I do. bought his childhood home from his parents for $1 million and then donated to a local organization in Nevada who is going to use it as like an LGBTQ youth center. Oh my gosh. He's just so nice. And you know, what's so crazy. Like I just, I just don't see like imagine dragons is not like a one direction or like a, um, you know, and so I just, I just love that he had enough money to do that. They have had so many hits and he literally does it himself. So like he makes all of the money. Like there's not like 700 people like making this song. It's like literally him. And that's how he has all the money. Yes. They've been around for so long. I know, but like, come on. What? Like nobody <laughs> thinks about Imagine Dragons. Like I cannot be the, I cannot be the alone person on this. You one. are because I cannot accept that. Let's see. Imagine Dragons top songs um radioactive what else even like 2012 okay they had they've been around for a long time what's what's the one from 2012 why can't i think of any of demons oh thunder no that's a different song that's thunder (laughs) that's thunder from 2017 yeah you're a natural like oh, think yeah. of all of those like movies that they're played in like they get residuals off of all of that not oh, yeah i bet i bet the marvel movies i bet they're hella in marvel movies they sound like a superhero movie <laughs> so true they were they had a song on the suicide squad uh movie oh, yeah he's making all of the money and i love him yeah, well, he's doing really good for the LGBTQ community, which is awesome because he's also Mormon, and I feel like a lot of times they get a bad rap. Definitely. Um, the reason why I loved him, if you guys are new to the podcast, <laughs> him and um, the other guy that you like. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who is it? I know who you're talking about. Like, I remember we talked about this, but I can't think of it. Dan Reynolds documentary. I'm going to, I'm going to, fa- it's called Believer. It came out in 2018. And it's on Amazon Prime. And it, who else is in it? Oh my God. It's like some, it's like, oh my God, this is going to kill us. You talked about it. We talked about it on the pod. It was someone that, oh, he's from, oh my God. Oh my God. Is it, um, what's his face from the Taylor Swift guy? No, neon, it's the neon trees guy, neon trees. What's his name? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Trev, no, 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 no. Right, it's someone from the Neon Trees. Tyler Glenn from the Neon Trees. Knew it. Look at me. Knew it. Okay, yeah, you guys, it's so good. It was actually an HBO documentary, so it's on HBO too. Um, but you can watch it on Amazon Prime, and it's called Believer. And you literally see him, like, making the music on his own. Like, he literally thought up all of their songs just, like, on his computer. You know, I know that you're a, what would a stand for like an Imagine Dragons person be? Like, you know how believers, you know, like what is Imagine Dragons, Imagineers or something? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's you. 
Um, okay. The next thing I messaged this about you yesterday, I thought we would talk about is the Nike scandal. Mm-hmm. Have you, have you caught up and do you understand? Yeah. I saw that they like the seat, whoever actually stepped down today. Yes. And I don't know why I didn't write down her name, but you guys, basically the Nike scandal is the hold on the oh, imagine God. dragons fan base is called fire breathers. <laughs> kind of cringe that is hilarious okay continue (laughs) so you're a fire breather let me write that down for a podcast um possible name okay carly the fire breather okay um okay so the vp of north american at nike which was a woman which i'm like hell yeah of course like it was a woman that's awesome however stepped down yesterday because it turns out her son was running a kind of Nike resale business, but he wasn't really breaking the law. So what he was doing was he said he got no info from his mom, no insider trading type of stuff, but him and his friends would go and basically right when new Nikes were released, they would buy them for the normal Nike price. And then they would go resell them for much more. So he was like flipping them basically. And it was said that the mother like told Nike disclosed what he was doing for his business because I mean he had a official Instagram like he was claiming this was an official business and how this came out was I think Bloomberg magazine or website whatever actually interviewed him about his business and so to confirm how much money he was making he sent them credit card statements but here's where like the clash comes in he was using his mother's nike credit card to buy the shoes so it was like conflict of interest like basically nike using nike's money to buy nikes and flip them oh my gosh yes so she stepped down today and it's just so embarrassing because he outed his mom and he didn't even realize it that is so crazy like why would you even like use your mom's card for your business your her company card And also the statements said he used the credit card for over $130,000 of transactions. Isn't that crazy? Did he have to pay that back? Like who paid the card? That's what I'm saying. So it doesn't even make sense even more. Like, like she had to know he was using it and then she was paying off the credit card. Yes, dude. It was just wild, like wild, wild, wild. So she stepped down and who knows where the son's business is now? <laughs> that sucks. Yes. Um, my last story is something that I saw kind of an update on today. And Jen Shaw from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, a bunch of recordings were posted online from her. And it's seemingly her like yelling at and belittling a dressmaker that had worked for her in the past. I didn't listen to all of them, did you? No. And it was like pretty, the first part of it was like bad enough because she was kind of like belittling him, like you said, and then like just kind of went crazy and said like, you're not working hard enough. Like you let me down, like all this stuff, but not in a nice way. Yeah. Not like I'm a dis I'm disappointed, but she was like tearing him down. Yeah. (laughs) So the update I saw today, I haven't seen that Jen Shaw has said anything, but the dressmaker, did you see this posted stories? And he basically just said, he didn't say her name or anything like that. He just said, I know the 
recordings that are going around right now of someone I used to formally work for <gasps> just know that, you know, we, I do not work for that person. I haven't in a while. And if you guys are victims of any kind of abuse, here are some helplines. So he's not denying it. I mean, it's out there, but that's the update I have now. And then I guess we'll just see if Jen Shaw says anything, but you know, what is really shitty on the show? She made it seem like that's not the type of person she is. And this is kind of proving actually that is exactly the type of person you are. And he was being so nice. Like he was not raising his voice to her. He was not like, he was just like taking it and saying like, yeah, Jen, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And so it just really makes me sad because obviously we don't know all of the context, but I just don't think anyone deserves to be talked to like that. And especially from someone who claims she's not like that. Mm, Crazy. It was. And that's all I got. Okay. You guys we're early adopters here on the show girls. So I had to tell you about this new thing. And I still like don't know that much about it. And I like have racked my brain on it every day since I heard about it. Have you heard of an NFT? So it has something to do with stocks, right? Kind of, but or not really. Retirement, maybe? Money. No. Oh, okay. It, well, it, okay. I'll explain and I'll tell you like how I heard about it. Okay. Well, first I'll tell you how I heard about it. I was on brushing my teeth one night. And I have like my sleep settings that like if I'm not asleep by 930, like it like tells me to go to sleep. So the, I, this had to have been like 845. Brushing my teeth, about to get in bed, get on TikTok, like the normal nighttime routine. So I get like a notification from Clubhouse and it said like Diplo, Dylan, um, whatever, like the other, the DJ's name, Dylan. I don't know it. Anyways, they were all in a clubhouse and I was like, oh, cool. So I like put it on while I'm brushing my teeth and like doing my nighttime routine in the bathroom. Austin's already asleep and they're talking about NFTs and I was like, what is an NFT? So I was like, okay, I'll just keep listening. There's all these like really, really smart people on this clubhouse and Diplo was talking about how they could monetize their music on NFTs and I'm still like, what the heck is an NFT? So then I Google it. And it stands for a non-fungible token. Okay. okay. We're, li- we're living in 2021 here. This is crazy. Okay. <laughs> um, NFT stands for non-fungible token. So more or less, it means that it's unique and it can't be replaced with something else. For example, a Bitcoin is fungible. Trade one for another. Gotcha. Okay. A NFT is like something proprietary. Like they're like a lot of people are, are talking about like how we used to have like beanie babies. Yeah. And they're like a good or like Pokemon cards. That you would trade for other stuff. That's like 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 a money. Like money. So it's like part of the blockchain. So then there's like this girl on the club I was talking about nfts and like explaining it like she's so well spoken i don't know what her name was but i look at her profile on clubhouse and it's like blockchain baddie or something and i was like what the heck is this (laughs) and like this really has like started taking off in the last like two weeks so like we're really like 
on the verge. Okay. So here's my question to you. Do you think this is really, well, okay. So NFTs aren't, they can't be Bitcoin because it's not a good, right? So an NFT has to be a good. So people are buying NFTs on the blockchain. Don't know where to get a blockchain. Don't know how. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are going to think about this now for a long time. I'm sorry. I I just had to bring it up. People are buying them on the blockchain with Ethereum, with Bitcoin, with whatever. So like these artists that do like art are doing digital art and selling their NFT. People are buying them with their crypto. Mm -hmm. So like everything, like no more art piece that you buy at an art gallery. No more like baseball cards that you buy at a baseball card store. Or like GameStop, <laughs> you know, like it's all online and like not, not to so the only place that you use dollars is like to sign up. Like you use US dollars, like a hundred dollars to like to sign up for probably something, something don't know. I had to get off the clubhouse because my brain was just out of this world. So then like Diplo was talking about like how he can monetize his music. And like, if they have music that record labels said sucked that they didn't release oh that's where the the money could be and then you could like buy diplo's unreleased music and then be the owner of it and then use that later on something like that this is interesting this is i know this is some tech news for real so then there's like these cats that they're like (laughs) buying um what is it called crypto kitties okay Okay. they're like different cats like different pokemon that people are buying for like a bunch a bunch of money like a bunch of crypto so they can have like their own like special cat this is wild (laughs) i know so that's an nft if you hear people talking about it um you heard it here first I'm going to tell Connor to look into it because he's always talking about how I had the chance to buy Bitcoin and I didn't. And I was like, okay, did you? We need to know the story. Bring it back to us next time. I will. So I'll tell him to look into it. But what's annoying is, you know how you and I uh, are using Pi? Mm-hmm. I have him signed up and he like forgets to do it all the time. And I'm like, well, if you really cared, you would be mining every day. Yeah, we're going to convert our Pi one day into some crypto yeah even if it's only ten dollars that's worth it (laughs) true okay all right so now back to the regular news (laughs) after (laughs) after After your crypto news yeah you guys and it took me a long time to figure all that out and if you want more info i cannot provide it so don't ask (laughs) (laughs) we appreciate your service okay so um Bryce Hall, TikToker, now YouTuber, dating baddie, bad bleep herself, Addison Ray, um, went to Vegas with his friends. This girl came out, don't know her name, don't like don't know. She's just saying that she hooked up with Bryce and she has proof. A random girl. Yeah. So cheating rumors are on the horizon from for Bryce Hall for this girl in Vegas and then Tana Mojo is at Saddle Ranch last weekend and she posts on her Instagram story 
that she got sent like uh, I don't even know how much dollars worth of shots and like flowers from a different table and it was Bryce Hall sending her shots and flowers but the tea is that Addison was there too at a different table with Dixie and she didn't get anything and she posted on Twitter or something like guess I have to buy flowers for myself or something so is here's my question for you so is it rumored that Bryce and Addison aren't really dating anyways and that they're just a like publicity relationship no because I think from what I know that like Addison really cares about him and um the reason I think that is because a paparazzi went up to her yesterday and they're relentless and he they were asking like have you heard about this girl from Vegas have you heard about blah blah, blah Tana Mojo like they just kept going at her she had her hood up sunglasses on mask on and then she starts crying oh trying to God. get to her car that's horrible horrible they're relentless and you can tell she's really hurt so like if something's gonna happen they're probably gonna break up and it's really sad but like she deserves better than bryce hall um so it's really sad yeah she needs to break up with him right now this doesn't even need any more discussion agreed we don't know if they're like they neither of them has said anything but trouble in paradise trouble in paradise for sure um and then some vlog squad news natalie mariduena who People describe her as David's assistant, but she's like definitely more than David's assistant. She pretty much runs his entire company and then like is the brainchild behind Dispo. Was you guys she the one that is his friend from back home? Yeah. Okay. With the dark hair. Yeah. So if you guys don't have Dispo, it's like a really cool app. Darian and I both have it. And it's um photo taking app and then like you have different roles and it's like a disposable camera and if you're like out with your friends or like doing something with your friends you can live in the moment and just like take pictures on dispo and then in the morning they show up like they it's like developing like a developed yeah polaroid yeah so she's like the ceo of dispo and like gonna make a bunch of money because it's valued at a hundred how a hundred million dollars skyrocketed bro yeah so anyways that's another story but natalie is rookie of the year for sports illustrated oh my god i had not heard this it just came out today and it's so cute like if you go to her instagram it's like natalina noel is her ig and she just posted like her in her swimsuit it's a white swimsuit it looks so good and then like if there's a swipe and she's like telling all of her friends like David and Ilya and like her boyfriend and all of them like that she's the rookie in uh, Sports Illustrated so I had to shout her out because like a literal queen that is crazy oh my god here it is right here and also like I mean she's hot (laughs) yeah like beautiful and I just love her because she is like a normal girl like she doesn't like have like stick figure you know like she's not like olivia colpo or like all of the like sports illustrated girls like she's normal that is so awesome exciting that is really exciting go her oh i need to open my phone back up what am i doing okay anything else 
um things we're loving I watched I care a lot did you watch it yes did I talk about it last week or I told you I didn't want to give too much away oh I told you it would be sad yeah did you cry no but it was like sad right yeah it was sad but like who were you on the side of you mean uh spoilers alert guys um you mean like of the main girl or of Peter Dinklage yeah I was on Peter Dinklage, like even though he was a um, Russian mafia guy, like she was taking advantage of the elderly, which makes me so sad. So sad. Um, I just like didn't think it was going to end the way it did. Like huge spoiler alert here. Um, I didn't think it was going to end, but I'm glad like that she got her just or like that guy got justice and like she got what was coming to her. I know. The only thing I kept thinking of was, dang, that guy's probably going to go to prison now. That sucks. (laughs) I know. I know. But like all the people that she was hurting, you know? Yeah. And I do think it kind of made me think a little bit. So Connor and I are choosing to never have children. And it kind of just made me think like, who will be there? Like people think about this a lot when it comes to having children, like who will be there to vouch for me or take care of me but also having children doesn't equal that like a lot of families are estranged or like something happens to the kids but it just made me think like if someone came and kidnapped me and did that whole scenario to me who would I have like my elderly husband you know (laughs) literally so it's just something to think about kind of crazy yeah have a plan in place don't let somebody come in and take advantage I know and that doctor dude made me so mad like do people not have I just have morals like I know it doesn't seem like it a lot on this <laughs> podcast but I really do have morals and I would never do that some people just don't or they get caught up you know like the first time they're like oh I'll just do it like one time but then like that judge and the doctor and the lady like it just all and the guy that owned the the home oh yeah I forgot about that guy Oh my gosh. So anyways, a good show. And the main girl, like with the crazy hair or the weird haircut, um, won a Golden Globe. Oh yeah. She was also in Gone Girl, I think, but I can't remember her name. Yes. Okay. Jen, Georgia and Jenny. I think it's actually Jenny and Georgia on Netflix. It's the show I talked about that I, I finished it. And there's been some Taylor Swift drama. So in the show, um, it's a Netflix original one of the girls says like you go through boys like as fast as Taylor Swift so Taylor Swift is very like offended by this and tweets like Netflix not a good look after Miss Americana like pretty much threatening them for putting this in the show and I didn't think it was like that crazy I'm thinking the same as you then so I haven't watched the show but like if you have an issue with the line and Netflix, maybe like don't post about it to all of your fans. Like maybe take it up with Netflix or just brush it off. I mean, that really was so 10 years ago. So why do you care mm-hmm. still? Because now what is happening is I guess um, Ginny and Georgia was written by a woman and like it was her first big break. And I guess like a lot of people love the show. But Taylor Swift's stands are so ruthless that now they're, I guess, like attacking the actresses in the show and attacking the creators, like sending them death threats and stuff. And so it's like, well, one, why the freak would any fans do that no matter what 
someone tweeted, but it's just like, wow, like it almost did more harm than just trying to call attention to it. And yes, that joke is horrible. Like, why are we still, I don't want to say horrible. It was, it was a dumb joke. Like, why are we still talking about this? But she took it really far. Yeah, I agree. And like, you can't go after the actors who it was written for them. What do you think that they're going to (laughs) do? Exactly. It makes no sense. So I wish she wouldn't have tweeted anything. Um, You just have to brush some stuff off. It's not worth, it's not worth even bringing attention to. Yeah. But um, the show was good. Like I really enjoyed it. Um, It is kind of crazy, but uh, I recommend. Okay. I probably will watch it. So no spoilers for that. Um, I wanted to write, have you heard about behind her eyes? Okay. So it's one of those other like top 10 Netflix shows that's going on right now. And Cashin, my friend texted me and said, you need to watch this. So Connor and I started it, but I can tell it has a weird, it's a thriller. I can tell, but we're on episode three and it's one of those. That's a really slow buildup. Like we're kind of Mm -hmm. having trouble, like staying tuned in. But I heard the ending is like really, really good. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. But we are on episode three and not much has happened yet. Okay, I'll watch. Cool. Um, Honestly, for the shows, I feel like I don't have much to talk about. Carly didn't watch The Woman Tell All. And I will not watch. <laughs> I forgot this is was. A, I'm taking a stand. I forgot you were taking a stand. I was thinking you just forgot to watch it. Don't just brush it off. I took a stand. Yeah, she is choosing not to watch that garbage, she told me. And that's that's on period. (laughs) Um, There were just like three things I thought I'd point out. They did a lot of unseen dates footage that were funny, like gross ones where they had to eat a whole plate of pancakes, chug beers, eat raw eggs, like gross but funny ones. So I was really surprised they didn't make the show. Then when they gave Katie her moment... All of the girls were hating on her and really upset that she told Matt. And I didn't really understand all of that hate. Like, especially after them watching themselves back, I thought they would have been appreciative. I don't know. It was just weird. And then you probably have seen this on all the social media. They cut Heather completely out. She was there. but I saw the back of her head in a picture. Yeah, they literally cut her out. You don't see her face once. She never talked. And so I'm wondering why fishy right unrelevant and i feel like it's fishy but that's really all that happened um did you watch a thousand pound sisters no okay i'll just update you guys um tammy not tammy amy had her baby um what was gabe yeah no gauge oh i thought it was gabe no gauge okay but what was really funny was it was before she gave birth and i guess the producers or whoever had the camera was like Michael, how are you feeling? He was like, I'm feeling pretty good. And it's like, well, you're not giving birth. So, <laughs> like, but I do love Michael. Like he's just ride or die. I love him. And then at the end, um, I'm so glad. So Amy actually quarantined from Tammy, like wouldn't see her two weeks up to having the baby because she was scheduled for a C-section. And I'm so glad she did because like two days or three days after Amy got back from the hospital, Tammy got rushed to the hospital and she had COVID. <gasps> no. Yeah. And so I don't know if you've seen this, but if you see her Instagram or her TikTok and stuff, she has oxygen. And I think like 
COVID really did a number on her because of her weight. Oh no, Timothea. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Jerry came back in the episode. Oh, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, you know? Their interactions are just really funny. So definitely watch it if you have time. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, the show that I probably want to talk about the most, Real Housewives of Atlanta. We are back from the threesome bachelorette party and Tanya outed herself, bro. She didn't even like know she did. She just said like, I spent the night in Portia's room and like, okay. Why did she even say like she was, I don't understand. Was she like trying to cover her bases? <laughs> yeah. Like she thought she was being sly, but it was not. Literally she said it and everyone was like crickets like, oh, so you were there? <laughs> um. So yeah, definitely the threesome was with Portia and Tanya. Just, I mean, you heard it here first. No, you didn't because it's been out, but definitely happened. Um, I was laughing so hard when Drew and Cynthia were explaining Bolo, the stripper, to their husbands because they were reacting so differently. <laughs> like, Mike is just, like, such a good guy and he's funny. And, like, Cynthia really didn't, like, she just was being funny about it. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And then he like took the water bottle and like acted like <laughs> it was so hilarious. So I was going to ask you if you went to a bachelorette party and you were retelling this to Austin, is Austin <laughs> Drew's husband or Mike? Or like, does Austin not even care? He's like indifferent. I don't think I would be having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell him? Um, if it wasn't filmed, like, no. <laughs> But like, I did go to a bachelorette party and we went to, um, oh yeah, a strip club Dallas. in Dallas. Uh, but like, I definitely like we were literally sitting in the crowd. It wasn't like a private showing. Yeah, they weren't like touching you and stuff. Yeah, but I just like Drew was kind of being serious about it, and so I think he took it serious. Yeah, then she said, <laughs> she said, I was trying to learn how to clap it for you. I was like, oh my God, way to, way to save the, way to try to save the whole conversation. Oh my gosh. But, um, I liked like them getting home and, um, Drew going to eat muffins with butter. Like that is my jam, dude. The muffin looked so good. I don't know if I was just hungry, but I'm telling you that muffin looked so good. And then they were talking about the butter. She's like, I use park. I think it's Parkway and I think she said it wrong and she's like I use Parkway and then Drew's like oh I use Blue Bonnet and it was just so relatable yeah it was so funny um the other thing I need to talk about Mark wants alimony from Kenya but she like went into that conversation saying that he wanted to work things out I'm just blown away and also I guess he probably took a hit from COVID, but I was not under the impression that she made more money than him. Kenya Moore. Hey, okay. <laughs> Literally, that's like all I know she does. Like she went to that photo shoot and I was like, oh, she does other stuff. I think she um she was Miss Whatever. So then like she USA. had years of like making money, like doing hosting stuff and like being famous. So maybe she's just invested really well. I hope so. I hope so too um so i guess we'll see how that plays out that is wild that is wild 
Um, I know Real Housewives of Dallas. I just watched this today. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Cam literally says girl like a hundred times. It's her catch. And then like Tiffany says it now too. She's like, girl. I'm like, no. I rarely call people girl. And the way that she says it too, it's like long and drawn out. Yes. Um, okay, this brandy situation. Okay, first of all, Tiffany lit. Okay, you saying that Tiffany was judging you for passing out the Zofran literally let's overreact more. Tiffany was just saying this one isn't because I know Tiffany can come back or come off as like brash. She was just being factual. She was like, oh, this one's not melt under your mouth you have to take it and even cam was like oh i can't believe you gave me this pill i can't blah 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 like brandy saying that tiffany like called her out and is trying to like say she's passing out illegal drugs or something that was the biggest overreaction i've ever seen and she like cried such a big overreaction (laughs) then the this was the theme of the whole show was basically brandy because they were talking to her I don't remember who was talking to Brandy. Do you? I think it was Cam and Stephanie. No, Carrie. Yeah. So basically Brandy confided in them first and said that when she's around Brand or when she's around Tiffany, she feels like she can't be silly, fun Brandy. Oh, so you're a racist and you're afraid you're going to say racist stuff around her. Like, I'm just confused. Um, yeah, I think Brandy is like definitely in her head. Like she doesn't want to have a bad edit. Mm. And that's why she was crying because of the pill thing. Like they could have edited that really bad. I do agree from that point. Actually, I never thought about it. So she's already thinking like, okay, what are people going to say about me when this airs? Well, it didn't look good. So (laughs) probably not good stuff. So I just thought it was a huge overreaction then when they're at the dinner brandy's like do you feel uncomfortable around me and tiffany's like no not at all and i thought it was i really thought it was going like in a good direction yeah the way tiffany says stuff is just like factual she's like i and it just sounds me but she's like i think you're a good mother i think you're this i think you're this she's like well what do you think about me then they edit it to look like brandy doesn't say anything yeah, and then it says to be continued. So what is she going to say and what makes Tiffany leave Austin? Yeah, and so, and does this lead to Brandy? Or like, I just feel like there's some conspiracy of why the episode didn't air last week and Brandy quit. I don't know. I just feel like there's something. Yeah, it was kind of a boring episode, but it's setting us up for something. Yeah, I didn't care about all the other filler stuff, honestly, except my girl Deandra because I love her her hula hooping (laughs) yes and her like her i was gonna say her body is so big but that doesn't make sense like her assets are so big like her butt and her boobs and stuff i'm just like gee like when tiffany put that bra on her head i was laughing so hard (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh okay last show 90 day fiance i don't think i took notes but you did so share with the class Okay, so Jovi um, and Yara have a conversation and like the day after you drink, if you have a conversation with your significant other, 
they're depressed already because if they were drunk, alcohol is a downer. And it's probably not the best idea to like get in a conversation the morning after you have a fight. No, not at all. And I just feel like they're never on the same page. Like nobody on this freaking season is compatible. I swear to God. And Yara is like completely right. Like her, her, the way she's explaining things is completely valid. And like, I liked how she said, like, you think you're treating me good? Yeah. And he said, yes. And I was like, whoa, okay, you're not. And then like he did end up apologizing, but it like had a condition at the end. Yeah. Like he just is very, very selfish. And I understand that he's been by himself for so long. So this is like a big change, but if you really want to be with her and marry her, you should treat her right. I do think they'll probably move. Like, I don't think New Orleans is the place for them. I agree. And also I didn't write this down, but Yara basically wants to go to Vegas and elope and I'm down for that. It's your wedding. Like I just hate it when parents put pressure on kids to like have weddings and stuff that they don't even want to have. Yeah. Like it's not Jovi's mom's wedding and like, it's not her place to say like, well, I want to go to your wedding. Like, no, it's not your wedding. So exactly. Thank you. But out. She doesn't care. Um, and Stephanie is just scary and I like am scared for her scared of her I saw people talking in one of the groups we're in and they really think she's on drugs or something like the way that she acts the way that she moves the way that she talks like it's just so odd and then literally she has Harris come over and straight up in his confessional he's like yeah I want to go to America Stephanie's rich and American people are rich like girl just go back home don't take any of these men with you no don't waste your time exactly and then Ziad um is an angel and (laughs) he turns on the dishwasher and he's like we have these for clothes in Tunisia but not for the chicken and I was like what is the chicken (laughs) like did he put actual chicken in there I don't know. I think he's just saying, like, she probably made chicken or something. There's so he cute. meant kitchen, not for the <gasps> kitchen. That's oh. what he meant. <laughs> I thought he meant like they made like chicken in a pan and then he put the pan in the dishwasher. I'm done. But right, like it they we have four clothes, but not for the chicken. He meant the kitchen. Oh, you're probably right. That makes way more sense. <laughs> I'm an idiot. That's hilarious. I just realized that. That is hilarious. Did you okay, notice? Well, oh, what were we going to say? Nothing. Oh, did you notice? People have been saying, and I, I noticed this episode. So um, Ziad, Rebecca is his girlfriend's name or fiance. She like will talk to him like he talks, I think, to help him understand. But that's not going to help him learn English more. So like instead of saying like, go put this in the dishwasher, she'd be like, put in dishwasher. Yeah, she needs to quit that. Yeah, like he's trying to learn English. Help him. And I don't think I knew that she'd been married three times before. That I I don't think I knew that either. And that was kind of alarming. Scary. I know. Okay, anything else? Nope. <laughs> I just want to say, I know your eyes are like looking around. I just want to say that I feel like this, besides Real Housewives of Atlanta, the second half of the week has like much better TV. I agree. 
Like I'm just so lit for the challenge in Florabama Shore, you know? Florabama and New Jersey is bringing the heat too. That is true. Like the the last half of the week just brings a lot of content and we will be back to talk to you guys about it hopefully in just a couple of days. Okay, see you later. Thanks for listening. We are available wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe and tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram at the Show Goes Podcast. Talk to you soon.